This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We acknowledge Elders past and present. Sovereignty was never ceded. Alright, we on? We're on. Ah, oh, amazing. Oh. Oh. Welcome back to the pod chamber, Spooky. I tell you what, it feels great to be exonerated. Oh, yes, you're, you're finally free. Finally free, but better than that, I feel like I am innocent in the nation's eyes. Yeah, you think the, the nation's forgiven you? I have innocent eyes on me from the nation. Mm. Um, I think I've been completely forgiven. Um, Tracy Grimshaw um, phoned me up and apologised in, in person, almost. I mean, on the phone, but, you know, why personally, she, personal why, message. Why was she apologising to you? Well, she was uh, tweeting about me. Oh, what did she say? Uh, she subtweeted me in a few things uh, that I don't care to mention. Mm. Some uh, some allegations, let's say. Let's right. say she was in the pocket of Bronwyn Bishop. <sighs> well, she's not running the Octomom special, is she? I think Tracy Grimshaw is... Oh, actually, I'm getting a text about it. Yeah, no, my source on the ground, Petunia, mm-hmm. says that, yeah, Tracy Grimshaw is running. Um, she, she will be producing the, uh, the Octomom segment for, um, for Bronwyn Bishop, I guess, where she gives a live birth to, I guess, a bunch of octopuses with uh, beehive hairstyles. Oh, with a penchant for helicopters. Well, I mean, I suppose there's quite a bit of wrap-up to do from your court case, but should, should we introduce the pod? Oh, yeah. So this is Spooky Speaks. It's a podcast about me and all the things that I like. I'm a Chihuahua. Um, I also really into uh, electoral politics, and I'm a Rotarian. Um, also got my dad here. Why don't you go and introduce yourself? Oh, I'm Jack, a resident homosexual and doomsdayer. That's right. We're both. We both don't have a very positive outlook on the future. But I would like to think that I uh, see the world with slightly more rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. I'm the fun one. Yeah, I would say that you... you mm. Well, you haven't been having much fun recently. Well, I mean, you can look at something like the destruction of the rainforest and only see the flames. Whereas I can... I can enjoy the screams. You can enjoy the screams? Sometimes you can enjoy screams. <sighs> I'm going to take a little sip of this beverage. What are you drinking there? Oh, well, I've got a, some kind of red wine. It doesn't look very red, though, but the glass is red. It's very confusing. And my glass is also yeah. red, yeah. Oh. Pretty sure it's a Chianti. Though. So you've just had a, 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 a string of uh, apologies over the last week from... Oh, people have, been, people have been worming out of the wormwood mm. to uh, come and grovel at my feet every, uh, ever since I got exonerated. Mm. The amount of people who... Uh, chuck you over the back fence the second you go to prison. It's astronomical. Yeah. Well, who's come crawling back? I mean, apart from um, old Tracy Grimshaw. Well, Tracy Grimshaw, of course. Delta Goodrum's been uh, calling me back, wanting to perform at Janina's Casino. Oh, right. I told her it burnt yeah. down. Uh, oh, I was going to say, you got it back up and running. No, no, not yet. No, no. I mean, Queen COVID is still uh, reigning supreme. Mm. It didn't stop you last time. That's what got you into that whole mess. Yeah, well, you know... I've turned over a new leaf. Mm. I've decided that I'm going to become a, a, a frontline worker in childcare. A frontline 
A frontline worker, yeah. What, what do you mean? I think it'd be good pod material. What, what, how are also, you going to help? help. What, what kind of children are you going to work with? I mean, I suppose the kind of children that you would see on the street, if not for childcare, they'd be roaming the streets. I don't think you'd be very good in childcare, Spooky. You don't really, you don't really like children. Every time we go for a walk, we bark at the prams. Well, that's because I think they might be um, disguising dogs in there. But if I'm in a room with children and there's no, and none of the children are hiding behind anything, then if I can see where they are, I, I don't think I'll bark at them. I think I'll be fine. All right. If I can clearly, in my line of sight, see where every child is, I think I'll be fine. This, this seems like a bad plan. Well, you know what? It's actually a good plan because um, I have mandated uh, voluntary, um, uh, what do you call it, service to do. so. Community service. Community service, yeah. It's mandated, but it's voluntary. It's very confusing. Uh, yeah, look, it Don't try it. to think about it. All right, look, all right. I tried to think about it last night, couldn't sleep. Uh. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, are you glad to be back doing the pod? Uh, I guess so. Mm. we got some good segments now. Yeah, yeah, you've really got quite a few notes here, actually. Oh, I've, I've sent you, I've sent you um, 20, 25 pages of notes, 40 to 50. What's this, thing about, what's this thing about paid advertisements? Oh, yeah, but I thought, you know, why not get some coin on this damn thing? Well, do you know anyone who wants to put an ad? Uh, Ladbrokes. Oh, well, no, we shouldn't. Called me up. Oh. What's wrong with Ladbrokes? Oh, well, I mean, I really feel like the name says it all, right? Mm. There was this uh, company that's uh, selling... Uh, they're kind of like little clips that you sew onto your pants. Oh, yeah. And then instead of getting your pants tailored, I guess you just sort of put one clip into the other and sort of, I don't know, squeeze the hem of your pants together in a fold. Why would you do that? Sounds horrible, but they're willing to give us $20,000 oh. each episode. How about that? Oh, that sounds pretty good. Mm. Oh, something to listen out for. Oh, did you get a message there? Oh, I don't know what it was. Anyway, do you want to do the, the first of your new segments? Yes, so... My first segment, Daddy, and you'll love this. It's called... Weather Memories. Yeah, so Daddy, I thought, you know, people are always talking about the weather. They're always talking about the forecast. Mm. Um, often on the day, you'll talk about how the weather's going. Yeah. Possibly you'll talk about... You know, oh, we're getting better weather. But it's, you know, I don't think there's enough respect paid to the weather of the past. Right. So I'd like to dedicate this segment to something I call weather memories. Where you talk about your weather memories? Yeah, so Daddy, I like to think about weather as a gateway between the land and the sky. Uh, right, okay. Yeah, you know, the weather, it's like a window onto the atmosphere. I'm, I'm not sure what I'm... Well, think, a bit th- think about it this way, Daddy. The weather is kind of like spiders, you know? You might a not... Bit, a bit like spiders? Yeah, you, you might not uh, realise it, but it's always there. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, you know? The weather is a shoe you can wear in the mud, you know? <laughs> a shoe? A shoe. Anyway, 
Um, so my weather memory is from last Wednesday, the 14th of October. Do you remember that day? Mm. Beautiful day. I know. Beautiful well, day. Well, let me bring you back. Anyway, let, let me open up my notebook here. I remember the weather was pleasantly warm and a bit soupy. And I remember you telling me that you felt like you were almost swimming through a grand soup. I don't, I don't think I said that. That's what I have written down. Yeah. And, I, and I have written down. And then later it kept warm because there was a lot of cloud coverage. And I remember thinking it was like a grey cotton blanket had been snugly tucked over the whole of West Brunswick. And that night I slept between your feet um, because I wanted some appendage warmth, but also the option of jutting my snout out of the end of the bed if it got a bit swampy. So that's... Uh... That's your weather memory? Whiff. Yes, that's my weather memory. Do you have a weather memory from that day? Oh, well... I told you to write one down. I rem- well, yeah, I mean, I remember we were walking up to get a... To get a puppuccino, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I said, "It feels like the first day of summer." You know, like the air is getting kind of soupy, and you're like, "Soupy? That's kind of interesting." Yeah, you said soupy. Yeah, well, that's what I just yeah. said. Well, and then you were denying it. Yeah, and then you said, uh, "No, I said, oh, who said what? Oh, you said you it said smells, it was soupy. You said it smells like summer." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it does." And you're like, "Yeah, it's asphalt. Asphalt is the smell of summer." That's right. That's what I said. Yeah. So that's my weather memory. That's a great weather memory. And it was smelling rather asphalty that day because, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, the, the ground was bacon. The ground was bacon with the scent of summer. <sighs> and boy, were we free. I think I went home and did work, but sure. Well, I was free all day. Yeah. You know what I did all day? What did you do? Stole a tiramisu from the 7-Eleven. Oh, it wouldn't have been a very good tiramisu. It wasn't great, but it was free. Mm. I realise that I can commit sort of all sorts of crimes now that I'm, you know, exempt from Australian law. Yeah. What else have you been doing now that you know that you're not a citizen of Australia? Well, if I see a baby I like, maybe I'll take it for a couple of hours. I'll always bring it back, though, because I don't want a baby. Hey, with you not being a citizen, Mm. does that mean that the thing that excluded you from being Klob's advisor, like, no longer applies? Ah, maybe... But I'm not really interested in Klobuchar anymore. She's a bit of a loser. Oh, you're not interested in Klobuchar anymore? Oh, she's a loser. Hmm. She's, she's, what, what is she doing now? Well, that's true. I don't Look know up Amy Klobuchar on Google, you'll get nothing. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the, the segment that we used to do, Klob Poll, it's finished. It's finished. Well, it's what over. am I going to do instead? Well, I've got a great segment that I think will never run dry. Oh my god, Daddy, it's, it's Cash for Gold! Cash for Gold, Spooky. Cash for Gold, that's right. Oh. It's uh, going to be weekly reports on the lifestyle choices and other various hairstyle choices of Michaelia Cash, mm. who I believe is the education minister the environment minister what, what she's none of those things what is she what minister is she so she's the minister for small family and business skills and vocational education um 
And I think jobs in innovation, but maybe she's out of that now. How many ministers is she? Well, she's quite, you know, she's quite good at her job. She, uh, she does a bit of balancing. Well, is she really? I think she's pretty shit at her job. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we don't like her. Um, you, you and McKelly have some historic beef, don't you? I mean, yes, I did. Um, even though she denied it on the stands, mm. I did spill. Yeah, she, she, she was quite defiant in your court case. She was. I mean, she doesn't want people to know that I spilled a chicken tikka masala all down her top. It's embarrassing for her. You'd think it would be embarrassing for me to tell it all the time, but um, any chance I get, I really bring it up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's been in a bit of trouble this week. Well, she's just doing what she does best, really, which mm. is sort of kind of... Fumble her way through interviews. Fumble her way through interviews and just say the most banal things and make it seem like it's really interesting. Like, for example, this week... Oh, well, actually, it was probably last week. The budget was announced. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't very good. No. No, mm. for a whole bunch of reasons. For a whole bunch of reasons. And so, uh, Makeri Akash got, uh, you know, really thrown to the wolves. And by wolves, I mean journalists. Well, Sky News. Mm. You know, you would think that they'd be quite nice. Hardly, yeah. uh, hardly uh, wolf town for a, a conservative no, politician. More of a jackalville, I yeah. suppose. Um, but anyway, yeah, so she was really hounded with questions about uh, why the budget was uh, sort of leaving women behind, which it pretty much clearly is. Yeah, there's only $250 million in there for women. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, and then Cash um, has this great quote, which I'll read out. Uh, she says, well, women are in small business, in business in general. And they will benefit from our investment measures. Women drive on roads. And so, yeah, so that was her answer to this uh, provocation, was that uh, women also drive on roads. Yeah. Oh, but then but she I've never on... seen one drive on a road, so I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure they do, Spooky. I've never... Dr- you never let me drive. Well, no, but you don't have your licence. So you need a license now. And look, I feel like if you wanted to drive, you wouldn't have made... Janine, Janine drove you halfway across the fucking country. Did Janine drive me? Look, or, just because she had... Did bro- she strap her foot to the pedal and, uh, you know, ignite a Rhodesia? Well, Rhodesia or not, that's still driving. Mm. Well, I guess that's true. But anyway, you know, it's very rare. Stand on a street corner and look out into the cars, see how many women you find. You'll be scant. You'll be there all day trying to find one. I'm not sure about this theory, Spooky, but sure. Why don't we do that tomorrow? Yeah, well, actually, um, I was going to bring up in what, what I have written in, in my notes uh, mm. under Cash for Gold is that um, on uh, Ospol Snack Pod, mm. what I like to call affectionately Ospol Snackers Pod, mm. um, that I was also recently on. Yes, so, yes, yeah. I, I heard you. Mm. Quite the spicy take you had. Spicy takes uh, are what they get me on pods for. That's why I make so much money. Um, and they had an expert on there who was a listener who called in who actually debunked the theory that um, women uh, use roads. Um, and they said that generally men own cars and that women love the bus. I mean, that might not be exactly what they said, but... Uh, I guess 
you should listen to that episode. It's episode uh, 74, and it's called Nice. It's episode 69. That's why it's called Nice. I thought it was episode 74. <laughs> 69. I don't get it. What's what's nice about 69? Well, it's because when you get the six right and you put it next to the nine... Oh, it looks like two naked ladies? Yeah. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I get that, but 74, look at that. It looks like someone taking a crap on someone who's bending over. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, do you have any Michaelia Cash news, Daddy? Oh, well, I mean, I just think that, you know, while she said that, you know, women drive on roads and all that, um, and, you know... Yes, you know, spir- spirulous yes. uh, claims. My, my favourite thing is that she then went on to um, thank Greg, Greg Hunt. Greg Hunt? Yeah. For all his great work. Apparently he's... um. Wasn't he di- recently discre- disgraced? I don't know. I always feel like he's been recently disgraced, but that's because First Dog on the Moon draws him as being in love with a climate-denying potato. Um, I need to talk to you about this first dog in the moon. Oh? Well, I just think... Why do you need another dog in your life to tell you what's going on in Australian politics? I mean, don't spooky, I do that for you anyway? Spooky, I get all my news from dogs. I guess I just feel a bit jealous. Yeah, well, anyway, you know, Greg Hunt listed some new drug. Um, that's obviously good. It's like for ovarian cancer or whatever. But uh, I thought as in terms of like a reaching to cover your bases, that was, was pretty weak mm. um, on, on Mickey Cash's part. Yeah, look, you know, I think from all accounts, this budget's just a slap in the face to uh, every woman in Australia. Yeah. So, you know, you done, you done flipped it, Cash. You done flipped it. But it's all right because it's good content for Cash for Gold. And I'm sure you'll be uh, raking in the, uh, the coins every week so we can um, rake up those coins and use them for content and it'll be cash for us. That was very elegant, Spooky. Isn't well that, done. Yeah, is that... Should we do that again? Yeah. <laughs> no? We'll keep it in? I think... All right. <laughs> um, I, look, I've had, a couple, I've had a couple of chanties. I have to be completely honest with you. Yeah, you are looking a little bit... A little bit flushed there, Spooky. I had one before dinner. It's a bad choice. <sighs> All right, well, do you want me to chew you up a little bit? Uh, sure. Yes, I would love you to chew me up a bit. Well, it's been... So a number a of too. it's been a number of weeks before we've done just a normal normal pod. Mm. It sure has, and that means that I mean maybe months even. I know. Well, I was, you know, in a court case. Yeah, you were. You were otherwise occupied. Pre- present. Um. Yes. Otherwise, uh, tied down. Yes, but in all that time, um, there hasn't been a single uh segment of something you love so dearly. You know what it's time for. Is it time for? It's time for. Bridging visa, gonna cry there. Bridging visa, I came through the air. Oh, well, I know you're really excited for this, Spooky. So what bridge do you have for us? Well, this week's bridging visa is actually a very special bridging visa. Oh. It's uh, commemorating the 50th anniversary of an historic bridge collapse. Oh, well, Spooky, that's, I thought you liked it when bridges stayed up. 
Um, bridging visa covers all aspects of bridges, and sometimes, unfortunately, they do fall down. I mean, I think you remember that we had that bridge that was uh, comically too low that all the um, trucks were crashing into. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like the reason you liked that bridge is that it had such fortitude, you know? No truck would take it down. That's true. But this bridge, um, you know, it's a pretty major bridge. Oh, yeah? Can you guess which one it is? It's one of the big ones. Um, Golden Gate? No, no, no. It's close. It's closer to home than that. Mm, the Balti? Mm, very close. Mm. I'd say you're getting very, very warm. Is it the Westgate Bridge? It's the Westgate Bridge, oh. Daddy. It's the 50th anniversary of when it last collapsed. Oh. And hopefully it'll never collapse again. Yeah, that would be bad. I think it killed quite a few people the first time it fell down. Well, I have it in the notes here that it, uh, it did kill quite a few people. Um, so... Well, this wasn't good. <laughs> I can see that you've done your usual level of research, spooky. Well, I think I had it, but then I deleted it. So I don't know. I don't know how to use... Um, recently got a new um, uh, sort of uh, PC computer. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you know I'm used to um, Dell. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you're not running on Linux anymore. Yeah, I know. Linux is, Linux is out. I got a, I got a message from, uh, from Tinder. Oh, who's messaging you on Tinder? Oh, um, ah, oh, just this, you know, just this poodle that I'm talking to. I thought you hated poodles. Yeah, but, you know, you always love the things you hate. Do Se- you? Secretly. In the bedroom. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Taboo. The taboo. Yeah. Um, the poodle taboo. Anyway, so, um, Sam Wallman, who we love... Oh, yeah. Has um, teamed up with some academic researchers, uh, Sarah Gregson and Elizabeth Humphreys. Mm. And they've done this great picture storybook about it on The Guardian. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great big uh, picture storybook. And all of the words are sort of just in, in the images, but some of them are sideways and upside down. You have to look all over. Oh. Also, it's sort of like, like a word search, like a words wally, but except... I'm confused. It's a bit of a word search. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's very much like a where's Wally. Um, so yeah. So I thought you know for this bridging visa, if you don't have time to read the Guardian, or maybe you don't like their neglectful treatment of Julian Assange or the Chelsea Manning cases, mm. then maybe I can summarize it for you. And then you don't have to pay money to the Guardian, who are so negligent in you know, covering cases of grand interest. I mean, it's free to read The Guardian, but sure. Well, I mean, oh, so I've been paying like a sucker, have I? You have. Oh, well. God damn it. All right, so anyway, you know, the bridge killed 35 men and wounded 18 men. Oh, okay, there so go. there it is in the There it is, it's yeah. just in the wrong spot, okay? Give me a damn break, will you? Jesus Christ. Trying to get back into podcast. I haven't been podcasting for weeks. This is the usual quality I of come, research we get when we have to come to fucking bridging visa. Every I, week, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I come and then it's just a with series a, of misfacts. None of these facts. You cannot disprove any of these facts. Anyway, earlier that same year, another bridge called the um, the Gerda Bridge, Daddy, Ooh. which was a Welsh bridge, mm-hmm. um, that collapsed, and. And guess what? It was designed by the same cunts who were doing the Westgate. Oh. And the workers 
on the Westgate Bridge found out about this mm. and they were very mad mm. and they were doing work stoppages and they were demanding, you know, health and safety even before it collapsed. Right. But uh, the, uh, the, big, uh, the big boss, you know, was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine. Nah, it'll, be, it'll be great. It's a great bridge. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll hold up. Um, anyway, fucking didn't, did it? No, no, no. It didn't. So, yeah, it collapsed. And uh, after all those men died, uh, the various unions that they were associated with collected uh, $2,066,000 dues, which is about $3 million in today's money. Ooh. Which is quite a fair shake, huh? Yeah. Um, for a relief fund for the victims' families um, because uh, work cover wouldn't pay them out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, fucking capitalists, huh? Yeah. And each year on the 15th of October, which was pretty recently ago, mm. um, people gather under the Westgate where there is a memorial, probably near the Pink Lake, I yeah. suppose, um, and they hold hands and tell stories. Except this year, I, they probably didn't hold hands. Yeah, I don't think they would have been allowed to. Mind you, you know, if you're a cop, you know, would you, uh, would you go and give a $5,000 fine for somebody holding hands? <sighs> I mean, you, you're going to... Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna bust up a Westgate um, bridge collapse memorial. Yeah, it's not Heart- a good look. You'd have to be heartless. Yeah, but I mean, cops—they're pretty heartless. Oh, I mean, surely they were old children once, you know. Surely they all skinned their knees and cried. Hmm. Surely they all, you know, got picked last for a softball team and silently cried into their, you know, pillows and then sort of jacked off into their cum sock and. Yeah, and that's why they became cops. Uh, yeah. So they could bully and get their revenge on the world. Well, I'd just like to say a little word to um, all the cops out there who uh, want to sort of, you know, rewrite their life narrative through um, punching hippies, that uh, South Park ended many, many years ago, and it's not very funny. But I think South Park stopped happening. Oh, is South Park still going? I sh- look, I, I, I feel like, you know, human culture will disappear on the face of the earth and South Park will still magically get made. Oh, my God. Who's cutting out all those bits of paper? That's what I want to know. Oh, I think it's all automated now, Spooky. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. I guess that really speeds up the whole process, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, Spooky. First pod, done. You know, back on the ground. That's our pod. Yeah. I mean, you know... We try to cover some stories, I suppose. We're getting back to it. I'll be doing my um, my childcare um, placement soon. Yeah. So I guess I'll be doing some reports on that. I've been uh, lifting little barbells that I've been stuffing into a baby doll. Oh, yeah. Um, to sort of train myself in how to lift a child. Mm. So I've just been tossing them over my head. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, oh is that what the doll... Well, I'm a bit worried about these children. Mm, why, yes. the, why was the doll at the bottom of the stairs? I threw it down the stairs. I wanted to see how far I could get it. Oh, yeah? How far did you get her? I got it all the way through the wall. I don't think you should be taking cues from the trunch ball from Matilda. I'm not going to throw the children down. I'm just training, just in case, in case there's a fire, and I need to throw the children down the stairs, you know. It's, it's just prudent. Are you sure about this? If you if you had a child, you might you might end up back in jail. No jail will take me. You know, 
Unless you uh, rescind custody of me and, and, you know, send me to the, to the dog jail. But you wouldn't do that, would you, Daddy? Well, I, I wouldn't do it, but, you know, I if was... I threw, if I accidentally threw a child down the stairs, would you do that? Would you send me to the pound? If it was an accident and maybe they were a really bad child? God, Spooky, I feel like I've supported you through worse. What if you knew them? What if you knew that they were, you know, taking more than their fair share of mandarins at the recess? Would you have some sympathy on me? I think I'd have some sympathy. Children can be quite cruel. That's true. All right, well, do you want to close us out with a poem? Yes, I've written a poem. And it's got absolutely nothing to do with anything we've spoken about. Excellent. But uh, then again, I did write it on the same day that I took my weather memories. So um, it was a kind of a... You can imagine that I was writing this on a balmy day Mm. uh, with uh, good cloud coverage Mm. and uh, the sort of smell of tar wisping through my nostrils. All right. All right, and here it is. The other day I was thinking about the term flying fox and why they call it flying fox and not flying possum. And I asked you what you thought. You thought it added to a colonial anchoring and linked the idea of continued empire with some of Australia's most prominent namings, sneakily suggesting a silent wish of roses and marmalade. A fox is an adjective and therefore less fracturing mental image than the idea of a marsupial taking flight, which is what a flying possum would suggest. But I had to pause for a second at the marsupial part because it occurred to me, I didn't really know what a marsupial was. I knew they had something to do with mostly fluffy animals, with great billowing pouches. The pouch could be on the front or the back, or more accurately, it's a feed sack which grows babies and keeps them snuggly. But then, when the babies are big enough, they will have their own pouch, and so on and so forth. Until you end up with a marsupial that can fly, but you call it a fox. Which is kind of a stupid thing that happens if you keep Father Christmas in his winter outfit, even though it's so goddamn sunny. Although, if you ask me, Christmas is really the pagan festival of Saturnalia after all. Or was Christmas always pagan? I can't seem to remember. And that's just uh, some some musings from a muggy day, I suppose. Yeah, it's uh, a lot more cerebral than your poems usually are, Spooky. Oh, well, I have a lot of different modes. Yeah. I'm basically every poet. uh, It's all in me. Oh, right. Mm. Right. Oh, well, you want to call it a pod? Yeah, Daddy, I'll see you in heaven. See you in heaven.